Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about the number one thing you need to grow any business successfully. Neil, I'm curious, what, what's your take on this? Yeah, so the number one thing that you need to grow any business successfully, you guys are probably thinking, what marketing tactic are these guys going to give? I actually say it's none of that. It's people. Mm -hmm. Without people, you're not going to grow your business. Elon Musk did not make Tesla. He did not make SpaceX. He did not make PayPal, any of these companies successful. Yes, he's awesome. He's smart. He's brilliant. And he's helped these companies succeed. But it's the team. Without good leadership... Without good people on your team, you're not going to build a big business. Everyone forgets that. It's not just about tactics. It's not just about marketing. It's not just about sales. It's not about product. It's not about design. It's about everything combined. But you can't do it all. The only way you're going to have a successful business is if you hire A players. You know, you hear in tech all the time that people like, you know, the CEO has three jobs. Let's assume that you're trying to, even if you're running a division. There's three jobs? I only heard the CEO has one job. Well, there are three, three main responsibilities. So it's keeping money in the bank, it's driving the vision, and it's recruiting. Right? And you hear every single CEO out there, like most of the time they're supposed to be spending their time recruiting. Like, for example, the Dropbox CEO, Drew Houston, was on the Tim Ferriss podcast recently. And he just talked about, hey, like, you know, I thought I was spending most of my time on, on the most important things like recruiting and product. So I'm not even going to talk about the rest, but recruiting is always top of mind. Like Neil thinks about recruiting. I think about recruiting because everything is people, people, people. Because even if Neil was, you know, the, the greatest marketer in the world and he was the Albert Einstein, like whatever, right? He still needs people. Because if you think about Microsoft, well, Bill Gates said this. He said the first 20 people of Microsoft built Microsoft, right? And if you think about the people at Google initially, it's the same kind of deal. You look at the, the PayPal mafia, for example, right? It's all about people. And it seems boring. It seems like a... a God, why are you even talking about recruiting on this? But to me, like recruiting is one of the biggest marketing, quote unquote, hacks or marketing things that I can do. And I actually enjoy it now. Yeah, I used to not enjoy it, but like, you know, I make this little tweak over here. Maybe I ask this question. Maybe I read this book around it. Maybe I just change a couple things up. It's the same thing. You're tweaking things over and over. You're building processes. It's to me, it's the same thing as marketing. To me, all this marketing stuff, it just relates back to business recruiting as well. So I enjoy it. I think people... I mean, you got to be able to get along with people too, by the way. Yeah. So when you're recruiting, there's a few things you need to look out for. Number one, are they a cultural fit? If they're not a cultural fit, they don't believe in the same values, have the same goals. They're not going to stick around. They're mercenary. Yes. Number two, are they smarter than you? Whatever you're hiring them for, if they can't do that job better than you, you probably shouldn't be hiring them. If you can't learn from them, don't hire them. 
you need to make sure that they're better than you. Number three, whoever you're interviewing, make sure you take your time and do your diligence. Talk to them. Really drill down and figure out what they're going to do to grow your business, change a department, whatever it may be. Talk to their references. And I'm serious. Really talk to the references. You'll learn a lot. But by going in-depth, you're going to figure out if that person's a right fit or a wrong fit. Number four, give them a test. A lot of people like hiring without testing them out. For example, when we hire sales reps, we ask them to pitch us. We'll quickly know if they're a fit or not. Number five, make sure multiple people on your team interview that person. If you only have a one-person team being you, ask your friends or someone else in the space to also interview them because it'll start giving you more feedback on if they can do it or if they can't. The last tip I have, and there's probably tons more, is get an action plan. What are they going to do in the first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? This will all help you determine if that person is going to help you grow. Yeah, so on my end, it's it's reference checks, right? And it's not even just the, the first level reference checks because all you know, whenever people give their references, usually the first three are really good. And by the way, it's a red flag if one of the first three or two or three of the three are kind of lukewarm about the person. If they're not excited about the person, if they're like, yeah, that guy was really good, 10 out of 10. Like, call them on the phone, right? If they don't sound excited about this person, this person's not good. And the fact that this person unwittingly put in three people that aren't that excited about this person is a huge red flag. So just because your entire team went through all you know, all the interviewing, you went through it, you love this person, if there's a red flag with the references, you might need to back out, and we've actually done that before. So that's one thing, the reference checks. And doing even indirect reference checks where, for example, you as a leader, the marketing manager, or the CEO, you might reach out to people that are second-degree connections, or I guess first-degree, second-degree connections, I think. So people that know, that you know, that know that person, Reach out to them. Ideally, they're not from the same company because you know you don't want them to like know that. So reach out to them and then ask for their feedback because then you're gonna get real the the real raw feedback. And what I do with, with reference checks, without going too far into this, is I ask them on a scale of one to ten, how would you compare this person to their peers? And in some cases, sometimes I got like you know glowing review and all that, but it's like, you know, like a seven. That's when you know there's a problem. Well, why is it not a ten? And then they start to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And then what I ask after that is, hey. Who else do you know that I should be talking to? And then they give another second order reference, and then you can get the real feedback again, just like the indirect feedback, okay? So the other thing I'll say is this. To Neil's point, do you, do you think this person's smarter than you? That's very important. But do would I admire this person? Let's say it's, it's an intern. Would I admire this person in five to 10 years or so, right? Is this person smarter than me? Would I admire this person? You're constantly raising the bar higher. And I would also say this too. You have solid processes to... To Neil's point, he said, hey, you have different people in the stages asking them different questions. Well, I guess Neil didn't say that, but different people in different stages, you got to have people asking different questions because if they're all asking the same questions, it looks bad to the candidate and it also makes you look like a fool. So make sure you have your processes locked down. And then the final thing I'll say is this. I got this from the CEO of Drift, David Council, and he does the character test. So what he does is this. He gives people a cup of water and he tests to see if they throw it away at the end. Always, 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 I do this. And I've seen in, in every single case where the person has not thrown it away, we actually didn't hire the person and we knew that person was a red flag. So that character test means a lot. If you can't clean up after yourself, if you can't take responsibility, that's a huge red flag. So that's a little hack that we do. Yeah, and Eric did mention one thing, which is you need to look at the stage of your company. Mm-hmm. Early off, you need to hire people who can go out there, execute gunslingers, figure out where multiple hats. Later on, you need to hire people who can manage, who are very process-driven, and they can figure out how to scale things out. So you need to look at also where are you within your company and then go from there. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. So earlier I said mercenaries too. 
if you if you can get people in the early days that can just do the work but maybe aren't necessarily a fit down the road i think you you roll the dice on these people or uh, roll the die on these people because sam altman from y combinator one of my friends actually asked him the question because he's in, in a yc batch um so they're incubator and they were having trouble they're like man this person is really really good but they're totally not a cultural fit and sam gave him really deep advice um or direct advice he just said hey look if you can fire this person quickly go for it like make the hire let them do the work fire them quickly it's kind of cutthroat but it is true there you go so anyway that is it for today but before we go we need your help getting to 1 million downloads over a 30-day period so we can throw a free live event for you and get you free recordings of that event for those of you that can't make it in los angeles go to markingschool.io slash stats that's with an s once we hit 1 million downloads over a 30-day period we're at 760,000 right now we will throw the live event we need you to share, rate, review, subscribe this podcast to this podcast to help us spread the love. And believe me, it helps. Please, 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 please do it. I'm begging on the video again. <laughs> please do it. And we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow, right here on Marketing School.